after everything that's happened this year, after the best Northwestern season of all time and their second NCAA tournament appearance that we're going to find out about on Sunday, they're still getting disrespected. We're going to talk about it. You are Locked On Northwestern, your daily podcast on the Northwestern Wildcats, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey everybody and welcome in. This is Locked On Northwestern, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Carter Bird, And you know, I had different plans for this episode, but uh, I think it was the Locked On Sports graphic for Big Ten Championship odds uh, that set me off on this path. But I think Northwestern's still getting disrespected, and we're going to talk about this team. Um, but first, we, we, we want to say thank you for making Locked On Northwestern your first listen every single day. We really appreciate it. We're available wherever you get podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever. We're also on YouTube. Just search Locked On Northwestern. You can find us there. Uh, wherever you're listening, make sure you are subscribed and you turn on notifications. You don't want to miss an episode. Um because, yeah, we're, we're talking about this, this magical season, this March Madness run. Uh, the Big Ten tournament's taking place right now. Um, last night, um, I guess we saw, we saw a couple teams uh, in the Big Ten, a couple upsets, I guess, of the, the lower-seeded teams pulling off some wins uh, that, that surprised me. I thought we'd see some more desperation by – uh, Wisconsin, but it was too little too late by the time they, they started uh, turning up the heat. They lose to Ohio State 65-57. to 57. Minnesota loses 78-75 or wins 78-75 against Nebraska, a Nebraska team that was had been red hot coming in. A couple interesting games there. And then obviously today, uh, they started off the day with Rutgers uh, beating Michigan, ending Michigan season and tournament hopes with a 62-50 victory. Uh, Rutgers desperately needed that win. And then Ohio State upsetting Iowa 73-69. to Probably going to knock Iowa down a seed line. They've been uh, anywhere from an 8 to a 9 seed. Probably going to be in that 9 to 10 seed range or maybe even lower um, with a big quad two loss there. As, as Ohio State has really gotten rolling here in the Big Ten tournament. Now, bringing it back to what I was talking about, this Northwestern team continues to be disrespected. And, you know, when you look at this magical season, I mean, this team is 21-10. and 10. Uh, They started 5-0. and 0. They um, had an early quad one win in, in the Cancun Challenge against uh, Liberty. Uh, they had two non-conference losses in a row, uh, one against Auburn in Cancun. Uh, and then it gets Pittsburgh at home, a Pittsburgh team that I think is going to make the tournament. They just lost earlier today uh, to Duke, but they've they were in the last four buys for Joe Lenardi uh, going into the day. I don't think they're going to drop out of the tournament yet, uh, but maybe some crazy things could happen and they could fall out of that uh, spot. Auburn will be a tournament team. Um, they've been pretty up and down this year, but that's a tournament. That's two tournament teams 
that Northwestern lost to in a row. And how do you bounce back from that? Well, you go on the road to Michigan State, who's currently the the four seed in the Big Ten tournament um, that the metrics really like, and you go get a 70-63 to win on the road to start Big Ten play 1-0. and And that is just the a statement bounce-back win, statement first win in the Big Ten. Then you reel off four more wins to finish non-conference play, which, look, they're not against great teams. Prairie View A&M, DePaul, Illinois Chicago, Brown, not great teams, but you reel off those wins um, to wrap up conference play, and then you run into another roadblock. You you get that um, big time, that slow start, and and Ohio State, who maybe is a better team than we all thought uh, with how they're playing in the Big Ten tournament, Ohio State jumps all over you in your first home Big Ten game. Get up 34 to 8. They roll to a 73 57 victory. But this, we start to see this, this theme play out over the season for Northwestern. And that theme is resilience. Is this team bounces back? This team pulls together through the rough patches and they bounce back. So you lose to Ohio State. Well, how do you follow that up? You go. And you beat Illinois at home, 73-60. Then you go on the road to Indiana, and you get an 84-83 win on the road. And all of a sudden, you're sitting in conference play at 3-1 and one with three really impressive wins. And then, yes, you, you lose a game to Rutgers that maybe you should have won the first time around. And you lose a game on the road at Michigan, a talented Michigan team, uh, in which you've you hung in there in the first half, and they separated a little bit in the second half and were able to pull away for a win. So, yes, you drop two games in a row, one of those coming on the road at Michigan. Well, then you have the COVID pause for eight days. You you don't you aren't allowed to practice. You aren't allowed to play for eight days. And how does this team bounce back? Well, they reel off wins at home against Wisconsin, 66-63. They go on the road to Nebraska and beat them by 15, 78-63. And they go back home, and they beat up on a not-great Minnesota team. But you win the game by 20, 81-61. You reel off three straight wins, and all of a sudden that 3-3 three and three conference play Northwestern team is sitting at 6-3. and three. And, you know, you're having to play six games in 13 days, and it's exhausting, and um, it's – wearing this team out, well, you lose on the road at Iowa where they just shoot it really well and they they outscore you in the second half. And then against Michigan, you 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 play it tight in the first half and you run out of gas in the second half. They separate at home uh, for in Welsh Ryan and you lose that game 68 to 51. So you have a couple bad losses there in a row, but it can be explained by your legs are gone. You've had to play. That's a fourth and fifth game in 10 days. Um, so that happens, and you're sitting there, and you're like, dang, could this be where it unravels? Well, no. Quite the opposite, actually, because you bounce back in that sixth game in 13 days. On the road at Wisconsin, you pull out a 54-52 win on the road that is absolutely huge. Um and you continue that momentum because you go on the road to Ohio State and you beat them. You get some payback for that early season loss. 
then you win against, uh, then you come back home. Number one team in the country, Purdue, um, who has not lost a lot of games, they're sitting there uh, coming in. They, I think at this time they had had, what, two conference losses, two losses, I think, on the season. And you get your first win against an AP number one team uh, in school history. You you beat you follow that up with another win against a ranked Indiana team. Then you beat Iowa at home. You reel off five straight wins, and they're about as impressive as they can be in the Big Ten. So you reel off those wins. You're sitting at eleven and five. You're in second place. Things life is great. It's really great for this Northwestern team. Well, then you have your first three-game losing streak of the season. You lose on the road at Illinois, a good Illinois team. You lose on the road at a pretty dadgum good Maryland team. Um, So you lose those. You come back home in a spot where everybody expects you to win. They expect you to beat Penn State at home. Um, A weird matchup for you because of how they shoot. You go to overtime and you lose on a buzzer beater three. So that just heartbreaker. Right there. Heartbreaker gets Illinois where you had a big lead and, you, and they come back and beat you. Maryland, they're just shoot. Uh, they're, they shoot the lights out in the second half and they go on to win. Well, how do you respond to that three-game losing streak? You go on the road to Rutgers in a game where Rutgers is more desperate than you. Rutgers has to win this game at this point in time. And you ruin their senior day. You get a big win on the road, a quad one win uh, to lock up the two seed in the Big Ten tournament. If you lost, you're you're in the nine seed and and you're playing today. But instead, now you're playing tomorrow. And I just think that it has been impressive. It's been a magical season. It's been a season that nobody expected. You were picked to come 13th in this league. And the way that you play is so impressive. And you go and you beat good teams. And we're going to talk more about that here in just one second. But first, we got to talk about our friends at FanDuel. The midway point of the NBA season is here, and now is the perfect time to download FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, because new customers get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's bonus bets back if your first bet doesn't win. Just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Then you can bet on everything from money line to point scores and threes drained. Plus, FanDuel even lets you combine your bets for a chance at a bigger payout with a same-game parlay. So don't miss the chance to get your no-sweat first bet up to $1,000 in bonus bets when you go to FanDuel.com slash locked on. That's FanDuel.com slash locked on to learn more. Make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Also, we want to thank you for making Locked On Northwestern your first listen every day. Make sure you check out our brand new podcast, Locked On College Basketball, everything you need to know about college basketball in one place. Plus hear from big name experts, insiders, coaches, and players. Locked on College Basketball, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcast. All right, let's let's talk about this season because the accolades are there. The the things that that this team has done, they've gotten some recognition. I mean, Chris Collins, Big Ten Coach of the Year. 
for taking a team that was picked 13th in the league to 21 wins, 21 and 10, 12 and 8 in conference play, and the number two seed in the Big Ten tournament. Nobody did anything more impressive than Chris Collins. That's why he won the award. That's why he got that title. Boo Booey, who got one all Big Ten vote this preseason. He rattles off a first team all Big Ten in the media. First team all Big Ten, second team all Big Ten with the coaches, which I still think is a little uh, low if you're asking me. He's a Bob Cousy Award finalist, one of five finalists for the Bob Cousy Award for the nation's top point guard. He's been unbelievable this year, and he's gotten better. The possessions have gotten better. The maturity, he just continues to mature as the season goes on. He is such a quality player for this Northwestern team. It's absolutely huge. Then you look at Chase Audige, Big Ten Defensive Player of the Year. Naismith Defensive Player of the Year semifinalist, one of 10 guys named to that list. Second team all Big Ten with the coaches. Third team all Big Ten in the media. How about it? What a great year. Defensive all Big Ten team. These two guys are getting some, some recognition for this team. Great recognition. Chris Lowry, Big Ten Assistant Coach of the Year for the impact he had on this team's defense. And all you need to do to see that, I mean, there's a number 20 defense in the country this year. They were number 73 last year. So they've moved up 50 spots. They are they were in conference play last year. I mean, they've technically been middle of the pack in conference play these past two years, but 53 spots is a big difference. So he deserves that accolade. Absolutely, 100%. It's been one of the biggest talking points about this Northwestern team all year long. You get the most wins, most Big Ten wins in school history. You're going to go to your second NCAA tournament ever. You have the best backcourt in the Big Ten. That's everybody's favorite thing to talk about with this Northwestern team. You've got so many guys who've stepped up and gotten better this year. This team is very decorated at this point. This season is. They've been so good. They've gone out and they've beaten the best teams in the league. So you'd think, you'd think they're going to get the respect that they deserve. They're going to um, maybe get some belief. I mean, I'll be honest with you, all the lines I've seen this year, I think they've been pretty good against the spread this year. They've they've um, done a great job this year um, just with how they've played. It's been remarkable, actually. Um, I think they've they've been doubted and they've played above that level all season long. They've been doubted all year. And we're going to talk about why they should have earned everybody's respect. They should have earned um, a little more recognition. They should – people should believe in this team more we're going to talk about how they aren't here in just one second. But first, thank you for making Locked On Northwestern your first listen today. For your second listen, check out our brand new podcast, Locked On College Basketball. Experts Isaac Shade and Andy Patton bring you everything you need to know on and off the court. Plus, hear from big-name experts, coaches, and players throughout the basketball landscape. Locked On College Basketball, available on YouTube and wherever 
you get your podcast. All right. I'm going to get into why this has me so fired up. FanDuel, our friends at FanDuel, they dropped their Big Ten Conference Championship odds and the Locked On Podcast Network. They tweeted out a graphic of it yesterday evening, I think before the games got rolling. So no surprise, the team that won the regular season, Purdue, they have the best odds to win the conference tournament. Purdue at plus 160. Indiana, who is one of these double buy teams that has beaten Purdue twice this year, they have the second best odds at plus 450. You know, Michigan State, another double buy team. I don't necessarily have an issue with them having the third best odds at plus 650. But this is where I have the issue. This is where I have the issue because the third best odds are Maryland. A Maryland team that is the sixth seed. A Maryland team that has to play a game before playing Indiana. So they have to go through to win the Big Ten. They got to go through the team with the second best odds. And they have plus 850 odds to win the Big Ten championship. So I know you're wondering, like, Northwestern has a double bye. They only have to win three games to win the win the Big Ten. Maryland has to win four. So, like, where's Northwestern? Northwestern is next, which I think is worth mentioning. They are the next team on the list. But they're plus 1,100. They have significantly worse odds than Maryland does. Maryland has to play an extra game and go through Indiana. And I guess in this scenario, potentially go through Northwestern to chalk. But that bothers me. Northwestern barely has better odds than Illinois at plus 1,300. Iowa at plus 1,400, who's already out of the tournament, by the way. Michigan at plus 1,500, who's already out of the tournament, by the way. Barely have better odds than them. They are closer to Michigan in odds, who is, what, the eighth, ninth best odds? The ninth best odds Michigan has in this conference tournament. Northwestern's odds are closer to Michigan than they are to the other double by teams. They're plus 450 worse. The, the odds are plus 450 worse than Michigan State, who is your four seed. And it's just like, what do you want from this Northwestern team? What more do they have to prove? Do they have to go beat the top seeds in this conference? Because they have. 1-0 against Purdue. 1-0 against Michigan State. 2-0 against Indiana. Why are their odds so low? It's disrespectful to this team that should have earned the respect to be higher on that list, to have better odds. They're a tough out for everybody. And they've shown that they can reel off a bunch of high-level Big Ten wins in a row. We saw it when they beat Wisconsin on the road, Ohio State on the road, Purdue at home, Indiana at home, Iowa at home. That's five in a row. They win five games in a row again. They're playing in the Sweet 16 and are Big Ten tournament champions. 
So I just want to get on my soapbox because somehow this team that has earned the two seed, that has, I think, a first team all Big Ten and a second team all Big Ten member for like the first time and since like the 60s or something. They have a first team Big Ten, all Big Ten member for the first time in like a decade, I think. Uh, something close to it. They have all these things. Coach of the year. Assistant coach of the year. All of these accolades, all of these awards. And they still don't get the respect when it comes to the conference tournament. It's not a fluke. 30 games were played this year by Northwestern. I guess 31 now. Um, I believe, yeah, 31 games to this point. 20 in the conference. It's not a fluke. The sample size is too big. This team is good. This team deserves more respect. That's probably going to do it for today's episode. Appreciate you tuning in. This has been Locked On Northwestern, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Thank you for making Locked On Northwestern your first listen every single day. Uh, We're available wherever you get podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever. We're also on YouTube. Just search Locked On Northwestern. You can find us there. Wherever you're listening, make sure you're subscribed and you turn on notifications because you don't want to miss an episode as we talk about this Big Ten tournament and potential March Madness run that Northwestern might have up its sleeve. I'm your host, Carter Bird. You can follow me on social media at CarterBird13, and I'll see you all next time.